All right, everybody, welcome back to T's and TD's. I uh, apologize for being a little bit busy with the real job right now. So this was my one chance to get a little bit of a preview out there. I'm going to try and rework the schedule a little bit to possibly have the podcast uh, taped on Sundays and put it out and then possibly do just a quick little uh, golf betting preview like this on on Wednesdays or before the tournament starts to try and uh, give you some tips on on kind of what we're looking at. So long story short, Still figuring all this out. If you uh, have downloaded, I really, really appreciate it. And uh, I just wanted to give you a couple of quick notes on the Arnold Palmer Invitational, which is coming up. Uh, just a quick note on the Honda Classic. Uh, pretty good tournament. Uh, Keith Mitchell was the main name that I threw out there. He finished ninth after shooting three over on day one. So uh, it's a shame what could have been for him. But overall, exciting tournament. Really excited for for Sepp Straka. Uh, gotta feel bad for the way the rain fell on 17 and 18 for the guys finishing up, especially for Shane Lowry, who indicated he was frustrated. Uh, but that's the way Mother Nature goes, and and the organizers of the golf tournament wanted them to finish the golf tournament. So uh, really, really cool leaderboard. Interesting to see a couple of guys pop that were younger. Adam Svensson uh, being one of them, uh, incredible ball striker, hit all 18 greens one day, just really impressive stuff. So uh, kind of fun to have a tournament like that, to see some names that you might not ordinarily get to watch during a normal week. Uh, see them pop and and do stuff. So with that said, we've got a lot of names coming up in this week's tournament, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, the big news on this is that Bryson DeChambeau has withdrawn from this tournament, citing some injuries. He was the winner last year. And it's important to think a little bit about Bryson as we sort of put together who we think might be good uh, in this tournament. Bryson, long hitter. Back last year, he was hitting his wedges and, and short game, short irons extraordinarily well, and he putted pretty decently last year. So the winning score of this tournament, similar to last week, it usually doesn't get much higher than uh, 11 or 12 under par. So guys that play in really tough conditions and play well in really tough conditions typically do well here. Typically, they're in pretty good form, and typically they have a little bit of course history here. Uh, Golf Betting System podcasts uh, point out that the average uh, betting winner uh, is about 35 to 1 here over the last couple of years. So this is not a tournament that typically has some names from way, way down that that come up and win this thing. Uh, Matt Every has won, won this tournament back to back. And if you haven't heard the name Matt Every, well, that kind of tells you everything you need to know uh, about the, the type of talent that, that comes uh, and plays at this tournament. So um, with that said, uh, just kind of building a, a Bryson-esque profile uh, yet again uh, off the tee feels like it's going to be incredibly important we want guys that drive the ball not only well but but have a little bit of distance as well driving accuracy doesn't feel like it's going to be as important as just getting the ball down there and and closer to the hole and kind of trying to make it work uh, from there uh, with, with with wedge play. So um, there are some guys that that follow that mold. Uh, anybody that potentially might pop with the putter uh, is somebody that's also interesting. So guys that have been relatively flat in terms of strokes gained with the putter, uh, but have some experience on Florida golf courses were were uh, and difficult golf courses were another thing uh, that I was interested in. So scrambling uh, as well. Just just uh, getting up and down, making pars, etc. The other important thing to note, there are four par fives on this course. So when you have the combination, kind of like we did with Genesis last uh, couple weeks ago, when you have a combination of difficult scoring conditions, yet 
multiple or, or, or three or four par fives uh, just kind of creates a recipe where you want people who know how to score on par fives because birdies and eagles on those holes uh, feel like they'll be incredibly important as well. So uh, that was another thing that sort of I, I plugged into the model uh, of, of guys that I like uh, this week. So uh, five names that sort of pop, nothing too deep down the odds board. And look, there are a lot of names to really like uh, as it relates to this tournament. So um, John Rahm's actually never played it. Uh, he's nine to one. He's the favorite. Rory McIlroy, uh, the next guy. Uh, I want to rattle off his last five uh, finishes at Bay Hill, uh, according to the Tap It In guys. Uh, fourth, first, sixth, fifth, tenth. So Rory's a guy when he's driving the ball extremely well. His irons are dialed in uh, as much as they feel like they can be, and he rolls the rock. He's a name that I really like. So uh, I will probably put a small bet on Rory uh, to to win this thing. He is 13 to one right now, so it's not like I'm going to be heavily investing. I mean, those odds are kind of tough to bet, much like Rom uh, at the single digits to one, but uh, certainly feels like this is a, a pretty good course fit for him. So the guys that I want to rattle off, Hideki at 21 to one, Fitz, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick at 29 to one, Zalatoris at 29 to one. Going back to the Keith Mitchell well at 41 to 1, and then Sergio Garcia at 55 to 1. The model that I plugged into Rick Rungood uh, essentially had a focus on driving distance, uh, wanted to know a good par 5 scoring average, uh, really important strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained approach, and uh, a a pretty decent putter. Uh, So those were the names that really popped up for me. All of them have plus odds to top 20, so uh, that's another thing if you want wanted to to potentially put um, some money on them there as well. Hideki's just been in really good form lately. He has uh, played this course. He, he typically makes the cut, but doesn't really pop. However, I just think his ball striking, especially off the tee, uh, he's put himself in good positions. He's an incredible iron player. He's just the type of mold of a guy where if he putts kind of well, that could be good. His scrambling numbers are also pretty good as well so far this year. Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, three top tens in his last three trips here. Incredible difficult course player, not incredibly long off the tee. However, his par five scoring numbers are pretty good and he rolls the rock extraordinarily well. Uh, If conditions do get windy, which it doesn't look like it's going to be that windy right now, uh, Fitzpatrick is definitely a guy that that is used to those conditions and and has the ability to play extraordinarily well. So uh, Fitzpatrick at 29 to one is probably one of the names I'm most excited to bet. He's been a pretty popular name across the industry for those reasons as well, though. Zalatoris, uh, we, uh, he finished 10th here last year in his debut. Um, just a hard course guy that, that knows how to uh, grind it out and play well. He's been pretty good off the tee. Uh, as we remember at Torrey Pines, he, he's a lot of chatter about how he's gained some distance. Um, so I, I just think that he, and, and he's an incredible iron player, also a very good long iron player, which bodes well for the par five scoring. Uh, his putting obviously gets a lot of attention, but um, this is not a birdie fest week. So uh, this is the type of position and situation where I could definitely see Zalatoris uh, playing relatively well. Keith Mitchell, as I mentioned before at the Honda, look, uh, plus three on the first day 
and then finishes uh, it tied for ninth, uh, had, a, had a relatively good finish. So not saying he would have won the tournament if he'd have had a better day one, but he putted uh, pretty well last week. He's driving the ball extraordinarily well, and his irons have continued to improve. So 41-1 uh, to 1 is not the number we would have gotten on him two weeks ago, which tells me that he does have some momentum, is heading in the right direction, and is definitely a name that I am excited to put at least a top 20 on, uh, one of those cashed for me last week. And then Sergio is interesting to me because he's been pretty good off the tee. His irons haven't been great the last couple of weeks. He's been losing just a little bit. However, uh, his strokes gain total numbers have been really good. Um, and and I just feel like if if he does hit his irons at a zero and and pretty average, he's been uh, pretty good everywhere else and, and has the potential uh, to do some damage there, especially on the par fives. He is one of the best par five scorers in the field. So that's definitely something uh, worth paying attention to. And uh, I'm kind of excited to see what Sergio might put together and plus odds um, on him as well. So uh, those five names are the ones that I am, am pretty excited about just to kind of rattle off a couple others to at least think about uh, that you can get pretty good odds on to, to top 20, top 30 or top 40. Um, Seamus Power is another guy who's been ball striking incredibly well. Uh, Victor Hovland, he's high up on the odds board. I, uh, uh, and just uh, he played pretty well at the Genesis um, when he when he finally got going. But I just uh, I don't know, Victor, something about a short game just still makes me nervous. And if he's going to miss any uh, uh, greens, I just uh, that that gives me uh, a slight bit of pause. Leishman is another guy who has played well. He has won at this tournament um, and, and likes these conditions as well. So uh, a little bit deeper down the odds board as well. Max Homa is another guy who plays well in difficult conditions. He's in pretty good form, had a good showing defending his title at the Genesis a couple of weeks ago. So there you go. That's it. Quick preview. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, really hope you uh, enjoy this. And like I said, I will try and sort of reconfigure because the idea was to get some uh, football chatter and golf chatter in one fell swoop and podcast. And uh, I'm going to try and do that as well. Uh, obviously, the main job is more important and the main focus, but uh, this is fun side project. And I appreciate you listening in. Everybody have a great weekend.